0: This is Dr. Brian McDonough. Welcome to Coronavirus today, Sunday, October third, twenty twenty-one. Right now, in the world, there's two hundred thirty-four million seven hundred twenty-six thousand three hundred fifty-eight cases, with four million seven hundred ninety-nine thousand four hundred sixteen deaths. In the U.S., uh, we have forty-three million six hundred sixty-four thousand eight hundred seventy-four cases. We went over the seven hundred thousand mark—a horrific number: seven hundred thousand nine hundred seventy deaths here in the U.S. Obviously, COVID continues to be a major threat, a major concern. I want to talk about a few things today. First of all, many thanks to the over 80,000 of you who listened to coronavirus today. I hope it's helpful. Um, As you know, it started out as a daily report. Uh, We take no sponsors. have been doing this pretty much just to try to give you information that's trusted. Uh, I have no other political agenda or anything but to try to get you the truth. And if you want to go back, you can actually see Uh, all the way back to the beginning when we started talking about these. We also have a video series on YouTube called A Doctor in the Pandemic, picking up another group of people, certainly not as large as this, but it is an opportunity to get the word out. Um, And I'm going to continue doing it, but I'm not going to waste your time with multiple reports on the same topics. But there are certain things that come up that are important. For instance, with the beginning of the flu season, uh, we're going to start to get some confusion, and I want to talk about that. With the flu season coming, COVID testing as well as flu testing will be more important than ever. So when should you be tested? Well the CDC recommends testing for COVID when people have symptoms like fever, cough, shortness of breath, sore throat, and fatigue. But what if you think you have the flu? I mean symptoms can overlap. One option is called a co-test. That's where a sample can be taken via nasal swab. With a single sample you can be tested for influenza A, influenza B, as well as COVID-19. Making an accurate diagnosis, as we all know, is critical and the co-test helps. Bottom line is if you think you have COVID symptoms, get tested. Now, we always are talking about vaccines. It's, It's our best weapon. And the fact that a significant number of people have not had the COVID vaccine yet is well documented. But there's also people who are ready for their second dose or people who are ready for the Pfizer booster as the boosters come out, more chances. So the question's coming up. Is it safe to get a flu shot at the same time as a COVID shot, you know, as your vaccine? It's certainly more convenient. Well, the answer is yes. The CDC sees no issue and a new study says there is no decrease in effectiveness of either vaccine if given together. It's recommended people get the flu vaccine by the end of October, but the sooner you get the COVID vaccine, the safer you'll be, we all know that. But if you have any concerns, they should talk it over with your doctor. And one last thing, This is going to cause confusion. As we get into the cold and flu season, a lot of people are going to have symptoms. This is going to raise questions about COVID and exposure and everything else, and there will be a lot of concerns. There's one group I am worried about, and that's young children. For obvious reasons, we don't have the vaccine as of yet, but also the events of the past year. And I'm talking about a, a situation and a virus that attacks kids between the ages of zero and two when they're born. You know, it's about two years old. Respiratory syncytial virus. It's commonly called RSV. It is a very common virus. A large number of children are exposed to it in the first two years of life. And by and large, most people do well. Uh, the kids build immunity to it. And it's mild in most cases. But certain children, especially premature babies, newborns, the virus can be more aggressive and it can require hospitalization, oxygen, treatment, fluids. So normally RSV is a bigger problem in the winter, but this year it's been attacking in the fall much earlier. And the theory is that because of quarantine, kids have not built the natural immunity they can in the past year rsv impacts the lungs it causes a build up of mucus that can make it hard to breathe and as i said dehydration can be an issue so you take all these issues flu covid the regular cold and flu things rsv and you can see where things are going to get complicated so we're going to have to really you know play it close this this fall because the difference between this fall and last fall is people are out and about more so things will spread more uh, the best thing you can continue to do to help you and your family is wear masks, uh, especially in cold and flu season. It's, it's really helpful. Uh, we're in the hospital setting. We're, we're wearing them all the time. I mean, I just, I just keep it on. It's become part of my life. And uh, it does give, in addition to the vaccine, that extra level of protection, not just for myself, but for my patients as well. Remember, keep washing your hands.